0: I visited Moscow to engage inter-religious dialogue with our head dharma master. In Russia, we could not use U.S. dollar. So we had to change and exchange U.S. dollar to Russian ruble. And the machine I was trying, I was thinking, what kind of mine we can change like this, like exchanging uh, currency to make it uh, usable and, and effective. We can change our mind, which creating negativity, problems, suffering, into a mind which can create happiness, authentic and real happiness and positive quality in our lives. So if there is any place to exchange our mind which creates suffering into a mind which creates real happiness I think everybody will join and try to go to that place to exchange it. So where is the place to change and exchange one mind which is uh, sometimes problematic and into the different mind, a creative, positive mind. So where do you think it is the place you can change suffering into happiness, find ways to do it? I think this temple try to provide that place to learn how to exchange our negative or suffering mind into positive and happy mind. So Buddha Dharma is a way to eliminate suffering and ending suffering and cultivate happiness. In One Buddhism we call our members to not call as believers or followers. We call our members practitioners. So whoever come to our temple, joining our Sangha, our community, become practitioners. Learning Buddha Dharma, learning and understanding and believing it is not enough. That is just the basic step. The most important step is that practice when you learn. Practice Buddha Dharma in our daily life. Everyone likes happiness, real happiness and dislike suffering. And One Buddhism educate us how to create this uh, authentic happiness and how to eliminate and reduce suffering in our daily lives. So in, when you look at our world, why there are so many problems? Why there are so much conflict in human relationships, national relationships, and personal relationships? And what are the root causes of these sufferings? Who creates fighting, hatred, and hostility? Everybody wishes to be happy and avoid uh, suffering, but few people really study what is the root causes of happiness and suffering? The difference between practitioner or non is that really know, understand these root causes of a problem. We believe that external condition such as a nice house, nice car, or a lot of money, all those things could be a cause of happiness, but in real sense, if you look at them, if we have those, it uh, gives you temporary happiness, but it creates a lot more problems and, and sufferings. If you think money is essential in your life to enjoy your life, but think about it pursuing this money caused a lot of problems and anxieties. In recent years we witnessed material advancement and advancement of technology a lot of uh, rapid uh, progress we made in human society. But look at our world. Do we have that there much of a material advancement and the technology advancement and all goods and services are so much uh, readily assisting us to do things more effectively. While we have this, how about the human happiness? Do we have that corresponding increase of human happiness in our world? Indeed, today there are more problems and new problems arise on top of the existing and old problems, and the greater unhappiness today than ever before. So, when you look at these statistics and the situations, happiness and suffering is a state of mind. So, the main cause of uh, happiness cannot be found outside of your mind. So cultivating your mind, cultivating inner peace is the real source of happiness. If your mind is peaceful, you shall be happy regardless of external conditions. If your mind is disturbed, upset, and angry. You shall not be happy no matter what kind of a good condition you are in. So external condition can only give us conditions of uh, happiness if our mind is uh, peaceful. So the state of our mind today according to each individual they are all different. Some people sitting here have inner peace and enjoy meditating and some of you may not still have that uh, kind of a negative state of mind constantly bringing uh, difficult memories and difficult um, experience and, and images and so forth. So why? Why is it so? The state of mind today is deeply related to what you have done in the past. When I took airplane from New York to Moscow, I was remembered. I just uh, couldn't help but remember the airplane accident took place in 1983 the Korean airline, civilian airline, departed JFK heading to South Korea. And some mistake took place in, in the navigation system. It entered a little bit of the Soviet Union territory and Soviet Union inspectors shoot them down. So all passengers, everybody were on board were killed. And when we had this accident, we didn't know why, and when, whenever we have an airplane accident, what we look for, very precious things, is a black box, because we want to understand what caused the accident. So this uh, black box recorded all the conversation, all those um, Uh, activities within the airplane. This black box helps us with this recorded data to detect and identify causes of the accidents. And then in the airplane I was thinking, what is a black box in human mind, in human beings? Do we have a black box? Do we have as a human being, have this kind of black box within ourselves to restore everything we do. In fact, Buddhism taught us that we have a black box called stored consciousness. It's related with the seventh consciousness and the eighth consciousness. This stored consciousness has all your data. Whatever you have done, Whatever you have a uh, speak, whatever you have a uh, um, thought in the past stored in your stored consciousness. So this is a rich place filled with uh, all your past thoughts, feelings, memories, dreams, hopes, and wishes. At this time, this stored uh, consciousness is a turbulent place filled with the dark side of this kind of emotion of fears, sorrows, anxieties, regrets, worries, and nightmares of the past. That's why when you visit some place or when you meet some person for the first time, good feeling arise without sufficient reason. But when you visit some place or meet somebody for the first time, without any comprehensive reason, kind of aversion feeling arise. Why? <coughs> Have you ever experienced like that? When you meet a person for the first time, you feel like a good feeling about that person and sometimes the opposite This is because of this uh, store consciousness, your self-consciousness coming out of your store consciousness, connecting that person without without your sixth sense consciousness. Sixth sense consciousness, we are understanding why it is happening the way it is. But some part of our human life a lot of, if you really pay attention to it and examine it, a lot of human life are beyond our comprehension. The things happening in our life here and now somewhat uh, unimaginable, sometimes unthinkable and and, and uncomprehensible. This is because all those previous thought, actions and uh, Words are stored in our store consciousness and coming out of that store consciousness and connecting it into the encountering with the people or places and, and things you want to do. So, if you meet a person <coughs> who was your enemy in your previous life, without your consciousness, your store consciousness connecting that uneasy feeling with that person. If you meet a person who were your good friends or your loved ones or your family, good family members, then you have that kind of a loving, good feeling arise when you meet that person. So this is the understanding of uh, One Buddhism and Buddhism because today what we see and meet and do things and feelings and stages of our mind today is a result of a yesterday and yesterday was not only one yesterday there were many many yesterdays today we call june what is it today june <laughs> i must never tell next day. <laughs> june what is it today? Twenty-fourth. Twenty-fourth. <laughs> yeah, twenty-fourth of June, we call it today, and twenty-third is yesterday, and yesterday, twenty-third, we, we called the twenty-second was yesterday, and twenty-second, we called the twenty-first as yesterday. So there are numberless yesterdays, and tomorrow will be 25th and we call it tomorrow as a, and 25th as tomorrow and 26th will be tomorrow when we get tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so like this, there are endless tomorrow and endless yesterdays. So we don't remember everything we did in the past. So if you expand it today as a present life and yesterday as a previous life and tomorrow as a future lives. It doesn't matter you understand or not, it doesn't matter you believe it or not, it's gonna happen. Because there are so many yesterdays and there are so many tomorrow and there will be so many today's we call it today. So whatever happened in the past, nothing was wasted, but everything stored in your store consciousness. That's why your mind state today, as it is. So you, if you understand this one, today is total past over yesterday's, and today, what we do, think, and, and speak will influence to be who we are tomorrow, who will be tomorrow. So this is something that when you recognize this you don't be passive about it. When you know that yesterday, today and tomorrow we can molding and remolding and shaping and reshaping directing and redirecting our attention, our awareness and our way of living on earth. So you can change your mind from negative to positive. If you have a thought constantly bugging you that make you depressed and you can challenge their thought and let it go because it's not helping you. When you aware of any thought arise in your mind and when you are aware of it you have a choice what to do with it. Any negative thought bothering you acknowledge it and gently aware of it and let it go and replace it with your meditation. If we want lasting happiness we need to develop this uh, maintaining inner peace and maintaining inner joy by practicing it, by training our mind through spiritual practice. So gradually we can reduce and eliminate our negative and disturbed state of mind and replacing them with a positive and peaceful and happy state of mind. So whatever you experience today in present moment, who created it? If you are experiencing dissatisfactory suffering, Who created it? In Buddhist teaching, pointing that we are creating ourselves. We are creating suffering with a mind of craving, greed, hatred, anger, ignorance, and delusion. So if you are aware of this, whenever you have thought arise from greed or thought arise from hatred or anger or delusion. You are just aware of it, that moment is is a turning point to have a wisdom to see things as they are. And how and who creates your happiness, your positive state of mind. Who is doing it for you? Your Buddha mind. (laughs) You yourself is doing it. Nobody else can create happiness for you. So when you use your minds and bodies we cultivate this inner positive quality which is based on this symbol here called Ironsang or Buddha nature, Buddha mind. So through consistent practice It is possible to become free from any problems and free from emotional habits of anger, greed, and delusion. We identify the moment-to-moment experience of discomfort, physical or mental pain or anxiety and anguish, at the same time, when you experience satisfaction which comes from meeting your hope or meeting your wish or meeting your desire. In Buddhism, this kind of uh, happiness or satisfaction is temporary. The authentic and real happiness in Buddhism means that your experience of enlightenment. Your experience of Buddhahood. So that is the ultimate and authentic happiness. That's why we keep practice daily. Living dharma, living your life with dharma, practicing dharma every single life, every single day. But when you meditate, in the beginning, especially in the beginning of your practice, you will be annoyed by so many thoughts in your mind. Do you know how many thoughts you have in each day? How many thoughts does every person have per day? Can you guess how many thoughts you have in your mind? 35,000, yeah. I think that there was, a, that was a, a long time ago when we have a less information available to us. Today, it's double. According to UCLA Laboratory of a Neural Image, human brain produced approximately 70,000 thoughts on an average day. Think about it every thought in your brain, in your mind, constantly moving and fast moving. If you don't meditate, if you don't calm down, it drives us crazy. If you have a constant thought bugging, in a noisy, if it's a positive noisy, it's a little better to deal with. But if it's a negative noisy, disturbing it, condemning you, judgmental and constantly uh, calling you um, you're not good enough or not doing enough and all those things. If you have that, it is very, very difficult. So how can you calm down your mind? In one Buddhism, we have a three practice. It was really useful when I had those thoughts in my, in my mind. When we begin our day with a silent prayer, like a, a mental affirmation. It really helps you. Any moment you have that kind of negative uh, disturbance uh, arising in your mind, you can pray silently, inwardly, that may I be happy, may be healthy, may practice continual meditation, may I be here and now in the moment, may be safe, may be content, may I love myself no matter what happened as I am. So if you make that prayer, the confirmation, mental confirmation, it really helps you calming down your mind. Second very useful method to me was that chanting Namo inwardly. Namu means coming back, amitabha means Buddha within with infinite life and infinite light the symbol of Buddha nature. So when you call Namamitavo, it's a reminding of who you are, who you really are. So you can let it go of everything. You cannot have both. When you have a discursive thought you cannot really meditate well. When you have a uh, chanting inwardly, 100 percent, all those thought disappears. So if you keep doing it, that is a way to calming down your mind and strengthening your Buddha nature, strengthening your positive quality of your mind. And third, is the most fundamental to overcome any discursive thought in your mind, was, uh, to me, was Danjanju meditation. I suggest you read the Danjanju meditation in our website every day before you meditate if you're not well doing it yet knowing how to do it well is critical, and then practice it daily. In this Danjenju meditation, Sotesan said that if you practice danjinju meditation, not only restore your Buddha nature, but also restore your health, physical health. So when I wasn't feeling that strong and uh, healthy, when I read that line, I said to to myself. So Chesan or Buddha wouldn't lie to me. So this is the truth. If you believe in it, at that moment, this was the really insightful light and courage and motivation for me to really tap into Tanjunju meditation. So if you keep doing this, then we can calm our mind when we calm our mind, the inner peace is the first and the foremost important foundation for your real happiness. So who creates happiness and then suffering? Who is creating it? You yourself doing it. Who is the author of your drama, author of your story? You yourself. So, all Buddha's teaching, all Buddha Dharma is a way to help us to reduce and eliminate suffering and cultivate and restore authentic and real peace and happiness. When we are really calming down our mind, have inner peace, have a pure alertness with the serenity, with the centeredness, with groundness then you feel really happy. This is the happiest things you can experience in your life. So making that kind of a commitment today and think this is a really urgency to change your negative habit into positive one. If you postpone, keep postponing it, you may never able to do it. But take it today as a real turning point. Have that kind of urgency to change our negative habit of our thinking or the way we communicate or behave into a positive way of thinking, communicating and living our lives. So let us make real commitment and the feeling of urgency to do it to practice all Buddha Dharma, especially a path especially the right effort to exchange your suffering into happiness with a consistent practice. And remember your store consciousness, your subconsciousness that everything you do, say and think, restored there. Nothing is wasted. Then it is a very clear choice to make a positive thought, think, and and behavior. So today, when we understand this black box within us, when we understand there is a way to change our suffering into happiness, it is a, a day to make that new beginning, restoring real and authentic happiness here and now, so we can practice that and restore it and experience that every day from now on.